Hi, Tom Bernard here. You're listening to Best of the Family. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walls Automotive Group, Walls.com, and Doug Sprinthal. Nissan news. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. This is a brand-new vehicle. It's got bird's-eye parking, so when you're backing up, you hit the screen, and it's like a spy satellite above oh. the vehicle, It is, and it's got ProPilot. It is cool. Trade your car in. Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next one better than this one. All right. Be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. <laughs> so, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. <laughs> Kristen Burt. Ooh, look at that. I threw Hi. the name in. It's me. Kristen Burt. What's up, sister? Not much. I've been up since the crack of dawn watching Simone Biles. Simone Biles what flipping and jumping. What's she doing? Yeah, she's so good. We all got up at like 5 a.m. to watch Team USA win another gold. At what? I don't know. Gymnastics. Gymnastics. I know that Simone Biles. What, what competition is it? The world. Oh, okay. The yeah, world going on. The world yeah, competition. The world. Tokyo Olympics next year. I have a question for you. If you heard that Uncle Tommy was going to be on TV, would you get up at five in the morning to watch that? If you flipped, Simone Biles is pretty much the only person I get up for to watch on TV. Oh, okay. So stabbed right in the back. Alex, would you grab that knife out of my back? Yeah. Yeah. Why, just why not just record it, Kristen, like normal people? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Take that knife and well, back the, and twist with, it. With a live event like Simone Biles, I don't want to eternally like open my laptop and then be spoiled. I mean, uh, even though we knew she was going to win. But, see, if anyone else was on TV, I probably wouldn't DVR everyone because unless it was big breaking news. You know how I know there's a God now, by the way, Kristen? How? 
I didn't have a chance to watch one minute of the Twins-Yankees series. Didn't watch one pitch of it because I was traveling for two of the days, so I couldn't watch the the games on Friday and Saturday. Then I got home on Sunday. They didn't have a game. And then last night, the game didn't start until quarter to eight, which means I had to go to bed. So I didn't see one pitch of the entire series where the Twins got crushed. What? You know. Oh, did we? I they got I hammered. Know. I haven't looked at they the computer. They got hammered badly. Uh, they have now lost 16 games in a row in the playoffs. Oh, That is horrendous. That's embarrassing. Yeah, we don't have it the, is. We, Our pitching is not the greatest. Bullpen pitching, yeah. yeah. Starting pitching is okay. The bullpen pitching is not great. And they, and they commit way too many errors. Way too many. All right, that's enough baseball. Let's talk about other suckwad sports like football. No, actually, the Vikings won on Sunday, so that's good. Oh, God, you'll love this, Kristen. And Ralphie and and Alex didn't hear this either, but I think I talked to other people about this. Oh, apparently we have a package down at uh, Two City. Oh, no. That's good to know. But in any case, uh, what the hell was, was this talking about now? I forgot what I was talking about when the phone rang. Uh, you said we're moving football beyond football. Story. It was beyond football. I don't remember. A story that we have not heard. Movies? No, it wasn't movies either. Television I don't remember. Show? I got distracted because my phone rang and then it sent me a notification. <laughs> there was a squirrel. Yeah. yeah. Squirrel. There's a squirrel on the field. Squirrel. <laughs> squirrel. I do like that a lot, as a matter of fact. Um, I don't remember what the hell it was. It must not have been all that important. Must not have been. Because none of you know what I was going to say, which means you weren't paying attention either. No, we didn't even get to it. Even nothing ever came out of your mouth. Um, it had to be something to do with movies or something. Or football. 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 You were saying that Joker. You didn't get to watch any other suck wads, and then you said, "Oh well, no, the, Vikings but the Vikings won. Vikings did win, even though New York Giants are terrible." And then you got a package. <clears throat> and then I got a. And then I got. That was all something I got a package. shiny. Yeah. Nothing caught your eye. Flashing lights. Wait a minute, I got a package? What was in the package? What? I got distracted. Oh, my God. Yeah, with the package. I know. It's a squirrel morning. Sure is. What? You said we got a package at Two City Plaza. You lifted up your phone and said that. Oh, that. I was just kidding. That's why I didn't remember saying that. (laughs) Oh. All right, moving right along. Never mind. What is happening? I'm concerned for my wife today. My wife spent a few days in an old folks' home, and now he's acting like he he aged 100 years (laughs) overnight. to wear pants. I did this just for you. I was at the old folks' home, and Catherine and I actually stayed there for three nights. They gave us one of the rooms. It was, uh, it was moderately so actually, creepy. Moderately <laughs> creepy being in an old like, folks' home. How many people Man, have died in that's there? Hard. Smelled moderately bad. But I walked into the dining room and I went, I want a piece of bread. <laughs> Just so I'd try to fit in. You want a pudding cup? Lightly toasted. I want a pudding cup. Do you think that those people talked like that when they were young? No. No. Well, why did, like, why would being old change your accent? Henry. Your vocal cords, everything droops. Everything droops. Everything droops. Ralph has a business because of that. I feed my children because of that. Because you're drooping. I think it's this more of a, you know, when like when somebody's on the phone with somebody and you can't hear them, and then the people, even though they're the ones that can't hear, they're the ones yelling. Yeah, I think it's kind of like that. <laughs> or like when a lot of people are speaking to people that don't understand English very well, and then they're mm-hmm. like yelling at them. It's like they're not. That's not helping. No, <laughs> but no, that's that does like, not help at all. That's 
it seems like humans' first inclination is to just be louder and slower. Yeah, pretty much true. Um, i got to mention this very, very quickly. <clears throat> so Catherine and I are there, and there's this guy. He's wearing a uh, World War II veteran uh, baseball cap. Yep. And Henry was his name, and he's about 90. Might have been a little over 90 because well, he— he had to be because— Yeah, served in World War II. Yeah. So he, he was a, well because Grandpa's ninety three and he went in when he was sixteen. When he was sixteen, so yeah, the so, guy had to be ninety four, ninety five years yeah, old. Yeah. So Henry comes out and we're sitting outside because you know we need to get some fresh air for Betty and Don and air Catherine out the are sitting old there. People. Air out the old people is wonderful. But Henry comes walking out and he looks at me and goes, "You're sitting in my seat like that." And I go, "Hit the road, Jack!" And he just started laughing. He thought that was funny. So he sits down next to me. And the reason I'm telling this story is because this is what being a human being is all about. All right? He'd never met any mm-hmm. of us. He's sitting next to us. And he started, started Catherine, why don't you tell the story? Because you tell it the best when he said that so he about was. About his wife? About his wife. It was unbelievably okay. sweet. So, and he's, by the way, teary eyed when he's telling this okay. story. Okay, Reader's Digest condensed version. My mother got very ill a few weeks ago and almost died. Then she got out of the hospital. Then suddenly they had to move to uh, an assisted living situation. So this all has happened, you know, bada boom, bada bing. And um, Mm -hmm. she's been, ever since she has been unwell, saying every day that she just wishes she would have died. She wants to die. Oh, jeez. No. no. That's just, I mean, but, you know, she's 96, and she wasn't feeling well. And, and that's she can't just, walk really. She, uh, she just can't. Steady. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's having a hard she time. She can pick on me. She, she feels, can still do that. She was not feeling well. She's actually feeling better now. But, okay, so this is the backstory for that. So this guy is sitting there talking about his wife who died one year ago. And he's a Christian, and he's very happy that he's a Christian. And his wife, one year ago, was very ill, and she was thrashing around, so they called the priest. And she said, well, I want to go. And he said to her, well, let go and let God. And she looked at her husband, and he said, yes, darling, let go and let God. And she died five minutes later. Yeah. My mother says, five minutes? I've been trying to die for two weeks. <laughs> but he was teary-eyed when he was telling that story. And you could just tell he adored his wife. You could just tell by his facial expression. Yes. It was so damn cool, I can't even tell you, Kristen. But that's what human beings are really like, not these crabby bastards that are on TV every night. Or that's everyone so on Twitter. Or everyone on Twitter. I've been on or Twitter now in seven years, so I don't know. Oh, somebody was pretending to be you on Twitter. What? Oh, oh yeah, I got, a, I got a message from Mike Bryant the other day. Oh, really? Telling me to like click a link, and I was like, well, oh, that's oh, obviously not him. Somebody was trying to be dad. Somebody got hacked. It, he was like recommended to Britney, and she was like, your dad's back on Twitter. Just kidding. He said, no, he's not. No, Twitter is a lot you. easier to uh, pretend to be someone. I mean, there's like, there's zero been... verification process. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was like I haven't been on social media in seven years. Glad to be back. That was like your first tweet. Mm. I was, like, oh, was that right? Get Twitter to remove the account. I'm wondering. Because yeah, I'm maybe. not on Twitter. I can't. Well, I, I Cassie I uses the account Please. to post things about the show and the guests. It's, yeah. It, that's the same one, right? Well, yeah. This is a Tom Bernard podcast maybe you need to change the password this is tom bernard somebody just made a new account yeah you can just put Uh, any picture any name you want really yeah you don't have to 
Is that kind of an invasion of privacy? Well, you can't put any name you no, want. No, and you have to, if you want Twitter to remove it, you're going to have to send, like, a photo of yourself and, like, a photo of your driver's license to prove that Whatever. you are you. And, nice. I mean, oh. it's, it's probably a good idea to get it removed, honestly, because I've had people um, impersonate me as well, and it's, it's Things spread like wildfire in the wrong way, so you kind of want to nip it in the bud as soon as possible. Well, unless it's a very funny parody account, I'd go for that. <laughs> if I was pretending yeah. to be you on Twitter, I'd use the name Kristen Brat. What do you think? Well, what about Kristen Butt? This is or Kristen Butt. That'd oh, be God. Kristen Butt. Hey. Oh God! Is, yeah, I'm sure you heard that What's in the... junior high. Yeah, but it's me too. Oh, yeah, How about exactly. no? I almost, I almost misspoke just now because of stream of consciousness. I was gonna. I was, was going to say, well, I almost said, then I caught myself, I almost said, well, you're a bigger brat than your bigger butt. But then I decided, <laughs> to, let's not say that to a woman, shall we? Unless it Since we, I've never even met you in butt, person. I'm good. What are you trying to I say? I have a big butt, but it's good. What does that look? What are you... I'm just trying to figure out even what that means. Yeah, I don't know. Well, big, you big brat. You heard that all the time. You're, oh, you're yes. such a big brat. Uh, with the last so, name Brant, yes. That's the only oh, thing, I, kids, that's the only oh, thing they could come yeah. up with at yeah. the school bus. Catherine Brat. Stop. Like is, Barnyard. Yep. Barnyard. Barnyard's a big one. The barnyard going. I'm like, yeah. Cool. It's true. It's all true. No <laughs> question about it. live on a barnyard. So. And one of my friends at the uh, bus stop, her last name was Link, and I'm like, I don't think you should start. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then exactly. she would have been cool because it's like Zelda. And we could start stink, dink. Come on, let's go. Yeah, it'd be everything. That's like right. when they're trying to make up a, um, a like. On The Simpsons, they want to name Bart something that can't be made fun of. Like before he was named Bart, so they were like, you know, how about this name? Oh, you can call him Loser or whatever, because it rhymed. And then she says, how about Bart? Art, Bart, Dart, E-Art. Nope, seems good. You <laughs> <laughs> stopped just before F. Just yeah. before Bart. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, by the way, did you hear the big news announcement by Elon Musk? No, no, I'm he sure he makes nothing no. but announcements. Sure yeah, weird. he made an announcement today that now, Kristen, you're going to have to run out and buy a Tesla. Okay, her name's been I, on the list I for have years. To buy a Tesla. You have to buy a Tesla. Everybody in LA has one. Everybody in LA has one. Yeah, I had the, one of the first ones in America, actually, but I don't have it anymore. I would totally have one if they were like a third the price. Well, that's true, but in any case, you know what you can get with your new Tesla? <clears throat> a free burger. Nope, you can get your horn. When you honk your horn, it lets out a fart noise. Mm. That's true. I'm not oh, making that, that up. So, so they boy. Put, so it's they a boy put, thing, isn't it? Yes. They put a fart button yeah. in the yes. Tesla. Yes, they did. In like Although a $60, I believe car. that might be illegal. 85000 Because I remember looking up one time the horn laws, and it has to be like a horn sound. It can't modulate at all. So like musical horns, yep, those are illegal. Some places you can have those. The newest Tesla is like 34000 You can have those in East L.A. Yeah. Yes, you can. My idea was a horn. So your steering wheel has like a piano on it, so you can play your horn like a piano. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with that? It's illegal. <laughs> so basically, Kristen Bird is behind me at a light. I didn't notice the light had changed to green. So Kristen goes... <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it can also make a goat sound. 
Oh, it makes a goat sound. That's right. You can make a goat oh, sound with it. Goat it. Goat <laughs> well, that's a lamb. But see, I'd be less likely to move to a goat or a fart horn because I'd probably be laughing so hard that yeah. it would hold everyone up to light even longer. Could you do me a favor and just say the word fart horn again? That was pretty funny. Now that's oh, what if I say it has a... in, the, in a Boston accent, it's a fart horn. Yeah, fart horn. Yeah. So, I got a fat Han. You know how Teslas don't actually make any sound? The engine yes. sound you're hearing is like it's a speaker to it's, yeah, simulate because yeah. people find silent cars off-putting. Yes, yeah. they do. Well, you can now make it so instead of an engine sound, it sounds like coconuts. Yes. they have Like, like the horse clopping coconuts from the 20s? That would get real you know, annoying. The, coconut, the Monty yeah, Python and the Holy Grail. Annoying. So yeah. it, would, it, it would sound like you're driving through... The Rancho District in Burbank. Because the, horse, the horses are on the street with the horseshoes. That's what it sounds like. There you go. Whatever that is. See, there you go. Yeah. Mm. Got it all covered. We got a fat horn. You think people would get less offended if you, you know, when they're sitting at a light on their phone and you're like, I like to <clears> tap <throat> my horn at these people instead of going insane. <laughs> instead of going. You got a fart. Go. Maybe they would just, maybe they would just go, oh. Why would you come up, Kristen Burt, with a fart sound? Why, why that sound? I don't get it. Arrested a development. Because yeah, we're a bunch really. of nerdy guys yeah, like, in a room. Yeah. That is true. I, I don't like a real fart. Like, I do not want to smell a fart. I no. don't want to hear a real oh, no. fart. But, like, a you fart don't? sound that is not real what? and there's no consequences of horrible smells is actually really funny. Well, Victor Treadwell, my old roommate. <laughs> He's a very, very large black man from Hollywood, Florida. And we were out one time, and one of the guys we were with farted. And Victor looks at the guy and goes, What, does something crawl up your ass and die? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Okay, Victor. Whatever works, man. Whatever works. We shall take a very quick break. Be right back with Fat Han, Kristen Burt, right after this. Tom Bernard here with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always great to be with you, Tommy. Michael, we've talked before about the XCheck app at North American Banking Company, where you can send money to your friends and family directly from your account to theirs for free. I imagine people are using that a lot these days, huh? Beyond paying a friend back for the dinner you split or paying fantasy football or golf side action, we've heard from our customers that they're using XCheck to send money to their grown-up kids for a family takeout meal or using it to pay the person that plows their driveway in the winter. Our customers love the flexibility of paying right from their account in just a couple of taps on their phone wherever they are located. I use XCheck, and it's just as easy as Michael says. Send money in one business day or less, and it's completely free. Get X-Check by contacting any of North American Banking Company's five Twin Cities locations. So why not bank with my banker? That's you, Mike. Tommy, thanks for the privilege. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the new Giza Dream Sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. The first night you sleep on the Giza sheets, you will never want to sleep on anything else. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. 
Mike is making a special offer for my listeners. You buy one set, get another set absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, and use promo code TOM, T-O-M. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Call 1-800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. Make sure you use the promo code TOM. You what? never came to the old studio, did you? The one across? Acme, I did. We had Acme, you did, but not here. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burt. When did you When did you move out of Minneapolis, Kristen Burt? Um, 2004. 2004. So do you remember Brad Blanks, the Australian reporter on the KQ Morning Show, the, the entertainment reporter on the KQ Morning Show? I do. Brad's in studio. Oh, he's here. Kristen, how are you doing? Yeah. Hi. We didn't kiss, did we? Did we kiss once? <laughs> no, maybe. maybe. Probably. That would be news to me. I had a very dateless few years in Minneapolis. <laughs> was it like, what was that movie with Charlize Theron? You know, that, what was that film? Remember that movie? That was awesome. Monster? What, when she killed <laughs> No, no, sorry. No, I didn't mean that one. Christian, were you a truck stop serial killer? Real nice. That monster, Kristen Bird. Yeah, you, you couldn't get a date. No, no, like you, Kristen, you know what I'm talking about. The one, uh, Jason, Jason Ritter made it and she was, you know, it, it was... She was in mini lived in Minneapolis and she was dateless for two years and she was Charlie Theron. That was yeah, me. That, that was my entire Minneapolis right. experience. I would actually fly back to LA because I had a job that I, I taped once a month and I would be like, "Who wants to go on a date and just like kiss a boy?" Because I was like, "I am dateless in Minneapolis." <laughs> Why <laughs> were you dateless here? Were not interested. I don't know. I just was not the Minneapolis type. Well, why don't you let me handle it? Why don't you call me and go, hey, Tom, I need a date. And I'd go, okay, I'll get somebody for you. She's blonde. That's the only thing <laughs> Who that would you have set me up with? Um, you had a few. You, you, know, you, had some, you had some friends, male friends out there. Yeah, that's town. very true. That, well, I'm, trust, I'm just trying to think of somebody who'd be worthy. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> she goes, oh, thank you. <laughs> no, I, no, I do. I don't want you setting me up with the total, like, Club, you know, yeah, I want well, like a, a nice guy, and it would have been a very nice house. guy. It doesn't matter, I don't you're, need a nice yes. guy. I've got one in my house right now. You right. do, <laughs> you're absolutely we're talking, right. We're talking 15 years ago, so that's all right. You can talk about the past, it's good, you know, the good old yeah, days. Yeah, it's totally fine. But I was like, I don't want people to think I'm looking for another one, I'm yeah, like, probably well, not. Good. And th- that movie was Young Adult as well. Young Adult, oh, yeah. Young adult. I do right. remember that movie, yeah. All right, so yeah. I want to hear Brad Blanks and Kristen Burt talk about. Showbiz. Oh, right. This is well, phenom- this is- you know, he's a big oh, buddy of, of Ricky Gervais and Robert De Niro. You know that, right, Kristen? <laughs> well, let's talk. Let's talk Robert De Niro because he had Joker come out this week. This was a big weekend for him. Yeah, for sure. So what's the deal? What's what's happened to him? He's he's getting sued by this a girl called Graham, right? Is it? This this girl that's suing him for yeah. ten million dollars because he yelled she at her, yelled at her, and he did she make him do rub his back when he was in a bathrobe or something? And anyway, um, well, I don't want to. I got to be honest. I do not want to be rubbing my my boss's 
back while he's in a bathroom. No. <laughs> probably not. But it's Robert De Niro. Wouldn't you do anything? <laughs> I, know I know I'm letting you the whole no. hashtag me too. I'd rub his back. I mean, I'm a straight guy, but I love Robert De Niro. And Robert De Niro said, <laughs> rub my back, young man. I go, oh, right, here you go, Robert. Yeah. So I'm not going past but the bum. Me, I'm not going to the bum cheeks. you don't want to be rubbing some random dude's back who also happens to be your boss. And I don't want to see him in the bathroom. Even if it's Robert De Niro. <laughs> right, right, right. Mm. Yeah, you might be disappointed. You might so be disappointed. I'm going to pass. It's kind of too bad you weren't. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. You're in that situation and then you feel like you're going to lose your job if yeah, you don't do it. Right, that's, that's the whole. That's the rub. Yeah. Literally. One of the great moments of my life happened just now, Kristen, because you were talking about Robert De Niro and Brad was talking about Robert De Niro. And as Catherine walked through the door, Brad said, yes, then I could could grab his bum. No, no, I'm not not going past the bum line. Oh, not past the bum line. Catherine was like, what? He has a little bit of (laughs) self-respect. Yes. Thank God for that. But, well uh, yeah, De Niro's going, the Irishman, and, of course, he did a really good job in The Joker. He was good in that. He, it was uh, it was interesting in The Joker because he was playing the Jerry Lewis version of oh, uh, right. of, um, of the great... Oh, what's the, the... King of Comedy? King of Comedy. Yeah. He was playing that version of that in, in The Joker. And The Joker was very much like the King of Comedy, and The Joker was the De Niro character, in essence, Um in, in that movie, but uh, I enjoyed the Joker, and I, I can't wait to see uh, Tom see it. And again, it's—I uh, said this morning on the show, Tom, that, that the Joker could easily be a Sundance movie just about a man that has a mental illness that becomes right, a right. murdering bastard. And uh, <laughs> it's just that it's called the Joker, and um, right. it's wrapped in the DC Comics world that it's yeah probably got all this heat and. And, of course, made $90 million. A lot of kids might have went and saw this and went, oh, my goodness, this is not the DC Comics movie no, I was, no. I was no. looking for. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. No. Sh- 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 oh, I thought Kristen was talking. Wow. I'm sorry. I thought you were I'm talking. Here, but that was a conversation. Now I'm here. <laughs> but Everyone just paused. That, 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 that man in your house must have walked past with his towel down, did he? Does he want a back rub? <laughs> oh, <laughs> hell. Well, now. <laughs> there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Have DC Comics gone the way of violence, the way Mar- Marvel has gone the oh, way Marvel of comedy? Has. Yeah. Oh, Marvel's gone the way of comedy. Yeah, well, yeah now that Marvel's in the... Because they were both kind of competing for, like, who can be the funny comic guys? But yeah. I think Marvel kind of won that. So now DC's going to be the gritty comic guys, mm. which, as evidenced by their... What's it called, like, DC Black or something like that? Yeah, Black, yeah. Yeah, it's a new universe, which is, like, a darker version of everything that currently exists. Why does it have to be black? I don't know. Let's, I hope Batman it's not another black. dystopian universe. Kinda. I'm sick to death yeah, of that. Dystopian universe. I believe it is. I'm so tired oh, of them. God. Gotham <laughs> City is, like, the quintessential <laughs> dystopia, so, you know. Gotta love dystopia. Yeah, the- <laughs> <laughs> if I could move there, I would. So, Christian, are you, uh, as an entertainer, I'm not a very good re- entertainment reporter. I'm not really an entertainment reporter. I just try to get people to talk to me you know, um, on red carpets, and they usually run away from me. And I'm too big, and I'm gangly, and I screw up words. And, uh, yeah, anyway, um, but you're a real entertainment journalist, which is exciting to meet a real-life one. Um, Brad's you know, oh, okay. just a poser, is yeah, what I'm you a, I just I don't really know what Way I'm doing. Way to sell yourself, Brad. <laughs> yeah, you sound like my mother. Yeah, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, look, it's such a... How you guys do it day in, day out, it's fascinating. It's, it's wonderful that you can go out there and 
Um, I struggle to get anyone to talk to me, so that's that's why I don't really put that entertainment reporter hat on. And you know, um, and a lot of my, as Tom could attest, after working with him for eighteen years and calling in from New York, um, my best work is when my interviews screw up. Or when I get nervous interviewing someone like well, Charlize yeah. Theron. When you're drunk. When I'm well, drunk. Dead, <laughs> yes. That's good. Yes, yes. Um, but um, but how is it in LA? How do you how do you go about your day? What are you seeking or what are you hunting? You know, uh, are you hunting I, I, interviews or what? Yeah, what? How's it work? Every day is completely different, and I I will tell you that. Some things are pre-planned and then other, when you approach like a long weekend, you hope nobody gets divorced or uh, someone doesn't die because you're like, oh, there goes my long weekend because yeah. that's how quick yep. everything can change when it comes to entertainment news. Um, last night I was at Dancing with the Stars, so I got another Sean Spicer encounter. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, is he nice? Love you, me. He, you know what? He is very nice. I, I'm, I, you know, I like to make fun of it, but it, honestly, he's very nice. I think he's been humbled by this experience. Because the one thing celebrities don't realize, I think they think, I'm going to get a nice little paycheck, I'll dance around some sequins, it'll be funny, I'll get some followers on social media. The show's really hard. You're in rehearsal six to eight hours a day. Honestly, everyone has a mental breakdown at one point or another and is in tears. And compared to week one when I first interviewed him, and now this is week four, the chip on the shoulder is gone, which I thought was really interesting. Right. Is he skinnier? <laughs> like, don't you lose no, weight on that show? Yeah, you know, everyone does lose weight, but he, he's got, you know, he's a stocky. He's only about 5'3". He's not very tall. Right. Um, he's about 5'3"? He's, five five he's stocky, so it's going to take him. Yeah, he's tiny. He's really tiny. And in fact, I was in heels last night and towering over him. Wow. So, That's interesting that yeah. he was Trump's first, uh, you know, communications director because Trump hates small people. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he, he hates does? small people. Yeah, yeah he does. That's one of his things, yeah. He's... And any time he shows softness or that, Trump will fire you. Yeah, which is interesting too because uh, Scaramucci got a job and he's a little person as well. Scaramucci, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but I think both of them. Yeah. When you look at Scaramucci and you look at Spicer. They both talk a very big game, and so that's why I found that's it right. really interesting last night where Sean Spicer. I was like, oh, he's been humbled by Dancing with the Stars. It took wow. some sequins and some ballroom dancing to do it. But because the first week he had all this like bravado and he was like, yeah, um, and kind of talking over his partner and not letting her speak. And this week he was like deferring to her. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know who's in charge yeah, now. That's great. Because it's hard. So yeah. but I think both Sean and Scaramucci are guys that can talk a really big game and get away with it until something knocks them down a little bit. So hmm. How do you go on new shows now? Obviously, you know, the, the pilot season doesn't exist as much as before mm-hmm. uh how do you navigate that because there's fragments now of celebrity right like like shows will pop up and there'll be someone famous in one area of social media and then another area how do you navigate that to know what's really hot for the masses yeah you know it's interesting because you can do a red carpet these days now and go who is that and they're like oh they're on the new hulu show or they're <laughs> on the new netflix show and it is impossible to keep up yeah. with all of the new content coming because of the, the streaming um, platform. And we've got more coming. Like, that's the other thing. Like, Quibi's coming and Disney Plus is coming. We, Apple TV, we've so much coming our way. So it's better. Most entertainment reporters like myself are starting to specialize more and more. I cover almost exclusively now dance shows, so World of Dance, So You Think You Can Dance, Dancing with the Stars, Dance films, dance TV shows, because there's so much crossover with big celebrities doing musicals and things like that. 
it keeps my area really clean. That way right. I can focus and I'll know the players and not be stuck. <clears throat> but when I do something like the Emmys, I have to spend a couple weeks yeah. studying up, making sure I've seen all the shows that are nominated. I'm familiar with the faces. And it's a lot of homework. What about the mask singer? You be all, are you in that? Is that your mandate under your? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I am the mask singer not. reporter. No, the mask singer reporter. You know, um, it winds up in the music category. Yeah. So a lot of my friends who are music reporters that covered The Voice and American Idol also find themselves covering the mask singer. And that's how much people are specializing these days. You wind up in like a category. And it's mm. easier for um, media outlets to sort of assign reporters that are now entrenched mm. with uh, not only the cast members, but also the producers, which means that you get behind the scenes spoilers or you get set visits and things like that. Because otherwise, you're not going to get a leg up on the competition. Right. Wow. Jeez, this is she's well, so good. Now, now you can move to LA. Yeah. Now you can move to LA. Yeah, but everyone would I be covering? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fantastic. Well done. Like, you're very, I mean, I, I just. I'd get invited behind the scenes, but I'd be the guy behind the uh, next to the donut table eating the donuts and kept waiting for American Idol to finish so I could go and drink the free beer at the uh, Mondrian. <laughs> yeah, um, and then, and then wow. realise it's 2am and have to be on the phone to Tom in four bloody hours. I'd be, I'd be, you know, I'd be cactus drunk and I'd have to sober up and then go on there and play a Simon Cowell interview. That I've was back never, in the O's. I've never seen you sober. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I'm, I'm five weeks sober yeah. right now. So Five weeks? Five weeks, yeah. I'm going to go another four weeks and then uh, the November's just going to be a blur. I'm one of those Hollywood fasting things. I, I, I don't know. I think that's what they call it. Don't they, don't they all fast out there where you are, Kristen? Yeah. Don't, not, what was the question? No, no, fasting, no drinking and no eating and all that oh, sort of thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so usually it's um, January. It's dry January. Right. Every, after the holidays, everyone does the dry January. And also, that's when the whole 30 diet starts for everyone. Right. So you go out with friends, and everyone's like, I can only eat, like, a protein and some vegetables steamed, you know. Yeah. And you're like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> but see, what people don't realize is that for us, you really can't overindulge during the holidays because we roll right into award show season, which means, like, right away it's Golden Globes. You've got to fit into a gown. You can't be like, I ate 20 cookies, and now I've got, like, love handles because – there's even gowns to wear. I know, which is third, you know, first world problems for sure. But at the same time, you have to fit into sizes that are provided by the designer, so you can borrow dresses and not buy them. And I can just get heavier spanks, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Or you can just are really be... uncomfortable. They are, and they're hot. It's, yeah, they're hot, and you're wearing them Awful. 16 hours. It's like, and then you have to go to the restroom, and that is a whole battle you don't want to fight. <laughs> You can also just eat 20 cookies and be happy with your body size. Yes, yes that's true. That's the only, only certain ethnicities get away with that. that. <laughs> only certain yeah. ethnicities. Yeah, and I was also like, if you pick a gown that's like flowy, you could totally do that. But if you're picking something more form-fitting, there's nothing worse than 16 hours in a dress where you feel uncomfortable. Like yeah. you felt like you've eaten six, 16 cookies every single day. Right. You're kind of stuck on that 16 cookies thing, I've noticed. <laughs> like, that's my I limit. I love cookies. <laughs> I love no. cookies. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. I was like, I love cookies. But you know what I love more than cookies? A bag of chips and dip. Mm. Oh, really? What kind of dip? <laughs> yeah. Um, French onion. I do, you know, I, you know, honestly, any dip. I'm like, let me tell you. I was like, a spinach artichoke dip, a good ranch dip. I don't like French onion dip that much, but uh, guacamole. Mm. But I would rather eat that than eat a meal any day. 
This is right over the lunch hour. I don't know if you know that. My go-to dip is top the tater. Top the tater, that's the one. Isn't that like. sour cream? Sour cream and onion chive. Yeah. Oh, onion what? chive. Yeah, yeah that's great. Good. On, it's so good on potato chips. Just regular potato chips. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't like dip other than guacamole. It's because you don't like sour cream. So, so I don't like sour cream. And salsa alien. is not a dip? Yeah. Yeah, no, I do a little dip. salsa, but See, not a ton. All, that's vegan. No oil, no nothing. Oh, yeah. Think about that. Yeah. yeah. We'll take a break. Be right back. More with Kristen Bird and Brad Blanks in studio. Ooh, ooh. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. What's more important than reliable plumbing? Having someone you can rely on in case it ever needs attention. Hi, Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Look, you don't want to mess around with leaks or shoddy installation or repair when it comes to plumbing. Sabre is the largest installer of mowing fixtures and ream water heaters in Minnesota. They're dependable pros who get the job done right. So when plumbing happens, call Sabre or visit saberheating.com. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. There, yes, exactly. Because I'm going to get it out. I'm going to do Let's dance. I always like this song. Let's dance. You have to. Timer. All right, I have a question for Kristen Bird and Brad Blanks, both at the same time, and anybody else who's seen the movie. How am I supposed to be afraid of a clown-faced guy whose arms are the size of my fingers? The guy's tiny. Because he's crazy, and crazy Crazy. people have... Great powers. Uh, like I said, if I, he come in and acting all crazy, just go, Dad, how are you? <laughs> I'm used to it. Oh, wow. Wow. So your dad was a, was a short guy? Was short? Oh, yeah, my dad was like 5'5". Five, five. Oh. <clears throat> <laughs> my mother was 5'2", and my dad was 5'5". Five, five. Well, you're tall and big and have a big presence. And... My uncles, my, my mother's brothers were big guys. Oh. Yeah. His gene pool's all over the place. My right. gene pool yeah. is all over the place. That's exactly right. Yeah. Were you scared of what came... Kristen, in this movie, or did what do you think? Are we talking about Joker? Yeah. Yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah. You know, it's so funny it because I saw it a little bit later than a lot of the press screenings out here. Um, so I was hearing sort of the rumblings. A lot of the critics didn't like it, no. but I'm like, the movie, it speaks for itself. And I will say that 
I appreciate that it was done at a smaller budget than all the Marvel films. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that it was about the story and not necessarily the special effects. And I think that's what made it successful. Is it disturbing? Does it make you uncomfortable? For sure. But it delivers some really powerful performances as well. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I think we'll have to go see it. What yeah. about the scene with the uh, the little person? That's all I'll say. I, I reckon that's one of the best scenes I've seen in years. Yo. Well, we, yes, we don't want to spoil no. it. No. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. You don't want to spoil it. Who, played, a, who played the little no, person? people hate spoilers. If you spoil things on social media, let me tell you, you will get an earful. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you on the internet? <laughs> I will tell you something. We we have a close family friend, and I wanted to go see a movie about the girl. I think it was called A Girl on a Train or something. Oh, yes. Yep, right, Girl on a Train? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gen- is it Jennifer Aniston, or who was in that? Uh, no, it was the, it was the uh, who is it married it to Jim? Emily Blunt. Yeah, Emily Jim. Blunt. Emily Blunt. Okay. Yeah. So well, basically, way better. my friend yeah. says yeah. to me, I agree. so what are you doing this weekend? And I said, oh, Catherine, I'm thinking about going to see Girl on a Train. Yeah, isn't that kind of weird that it turns out at the end that she did blah, 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 blah? He told me the ending yeah, of the movie. Right. No. It's like, no. what are you doing? That's Gene. What's wrong with him? Well, the, the book worked so well because it was in London, and you can, and in London, people drink a lot of wine. I don't know how much wine Emily Blunt, if she was American, would drink on a daily basis. I'm not sure. I, I just thought it was a cultural reach to go from a British book to an American suburban yeah. woman. If yeah. that, I know, I'm yeah, not really it didn't work. Didn't, it didn't work. work the way they adapted it. it yeah. The book is fantastic. Yes. So it's really good. Anyone that is curious about it, just go and go to Amazon and That's, get, you know, I add was, it to your Kindle. I want to see Tom wrapped up in bed reading that on his Kindle in bed with his <laughs> hot cup of cocoa. Yeah. <laughs> what am I reading in <laughs> bed? Yeah, the girl on the train. Yeah, the girl on the train. Yes. <laughs> I got my shawl. <laughs> I want a piece of bread. I'll do that again. It'll be wonderful. There's no doubt about it. Oh, you know, think, uh, Catherine's a grandmother. She lived to be, what, 102 or something? No. Don's mother? No. I thought she lived to be 100. No. Pretty close. 92, I think. No, she was older than that. I don't know. She was older than that. I was nine. But we'd go visit her in Jamestown, <laughs> North Dakota, once a year or whatever. And there was a woman in there. And so, in other words, I was probably 31 or 2. Yeah. I was like 31 years old, 32 years old, something like that. There was a woman in that uh, rest home, as they call them, a rest home, convinced that I was her husband. Wow. She was absolutely, every time I went, every, and from year to year, she'd remember me as her husband. Yeah. Right? And it ended like this every time, Kristen. So she'd come on and go, where have you been? And I said, what do you mean? <laughs> I, well, I, you said you were going to be coming home last night and you never came home. I'm like, well, I, I, you know. So then I would finally separate myself from her and I'd be standing there. And if I didn't watch what I was doing, she would come up behind me and pinch my ass. like there, It actually hurt, too. She'd come up and pinch so, me. So, all right, let's go back to her actual life. So she let her husband... She wasn't upset that he would go overnight, stay somewhere else. I guess. She'd actually then go for the grab the following morning. No, no, in a right. mean way. This was not a oh, sex thing. Oh, it wasn't thing. a it was nice a, grab. No, right. it was mean. Oh, right. She, was, yeah. she was trying to hurt me. Right. She said she was a mean ass grabber. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. She was a mean ass grabber. Jeez. The ass grabber. Yeah. Ass oh. grabber. Oh, I was hoping for a different story, too. When you put on that gruff voice, 
It did scare me because you oh, painted yeah. a good picture of what this old duck was like. Oh, yeah. No, she was, was, let me just tell you. I thought it was going to be more seductive and that she might that have... That was not seductive. Well, she was about a 1,000. When my aunt went into a nursing home, she went into... It was... There, my father was... We were standing by the front desk and this very nice-looking, you know, elderly lady in a wheelchair. She was nicely dressed. She had her hair done. She was at the front door and my dad said, Oh, can I help you? Can I open the door for you? She says... Well, yes, that would be lovely. So he opens the door. She starts going through. Alarms start going oh, off. Oh, no. Oh, Orderlies oh. come running. They grab her, and she's like, she's like, you fucking assholes. Get away from me. Don't touch me, you bastards. We're like, uh, whoa. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apparently she was in memory care. Right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She was yeah. trying to escape. Yeah. Oh. Cool. I was, but she seemed so calm and relaxed, and she's she putting didn't, on an act. I couldn't tell that anything <laughs> was weird about her at all. She looked very normal. Something that was sad <laughs> to me at the place was like, I'd walk by an old person and I'd be like, "Hi, how are you?" And they'd be like shocked that I was talking. I know. To them. I know. Yeah, they they'd do be like, that. Oh, hi, young lady. Just like. So surprised because I feel yeah. like old people nobody even acknowledges that they're oh absolutely you know, it's so sad we're not very nice to seniors well I mean look at the especially when they're driving who <laughs> are you old bastard yeah, that's true <laughs> probably a thousand it's get true. out of my way no we're horrible I'm in a hurry to go do nothing <laughs> oh God there was a great movie Where's Papa he's gonna put her in an old folks home. And Paul Sorvino is like the custodian at this <laughs> retirement home. It's called <laughs> Gus and Grace's Paradise Village was the name of it. The name of the movie is called, oh, if you've never seen Where's Papa, it is one of the funniest movies ever. It's dated now. It's in the 60s, oh, but yeah, not- really phenomenal. But Sorvino's just this crabby Italian guy who's just sick to death of old people. <laughs> and this one person goes, Hey, you, I want to talk to Grace. He goes, there ain't no Grace. Goddamn Grace is dead, this son of a bitch. I wish there was a Grace. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's, that's, look, 1970. 1970, right. Yeah, all right. Oh, is that a good movie? George Segal. Yep. Uh, All right, that's great. Catherine Hepburn. She plays the mother in it. Yeah, who was the... And there was another woman in there. Rob Reiner's in it. And it was uh, uh, directed sure. by Carl Reiner. That's correct. Yeah. Great movie. And I mean a great movie. It's very, very funny. It was... Um, She's short, little first little woman, right? Yeah. I uh, can't think of her name. Oh, was Catherine Ruth Hepburn. Gordon? Ruth Gordon. Ruth Gordon. That's exactly Gordon. It wasn't Catherine Hepburn. It was Ruth Gordon. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I was going to say it's right. not Catherine Hepburn. No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Ruth Gordon. She was phenomenal in it. Wow, yeah. She won an Oscar. Yeah. She did. Yeah, that was good. I mean, you, you need to see that movie. Oh, Ralph, you would love that movie. I don't know. Oh, you would love, you love it. It's about two Jewish brothers who, when their father dies, they promised dad on his deathbed they'd never put mama in a home. So there are all these battles, and they're running through Central Park getting mugged because one lives on one side of the park and one lives on the other side of the park. So they get mugged like every night. It's phenomenal. <laughs> Hey, man, we're going to put you in a movie. Movie's called Naked Prey. You ever seen the movie Naked Prey? <laughs> well, you better stop praying because you're going to be naked. <laughs> it's phenomenal. How do you remember that? That's oh, amazing. It's one of the great movies. he's watched it a hundred times. A thousand. Is... Maybe a thousand. Yeah. 
Oh my God, it's, it's a great movie. Where's Poppers? Like, that's all right. I'm going to do a deep where's dive on Poppers? this. All right, Christian, that's our homework. You're an entertainment journalist. We're going to go out and watch Papa. Where's Popper for Tom. Watch, watch. I love it. <laughs> oh, Kristen, you would love Where's Papa because George Siegel and Ruth Gordon are so incredibly good in it. Well, everybody's in it. Ron Liebman's in it. Ronald, Lee, uh, is that his name? I think is Ronald Liebman. Yeah. Isn't it? Yep. Yeah, he's in it as the younger brother. Uh, it's The whole damn movie from start to finish is really, really good. So in any case, now you've got homework. And also, go see Harold and Maude. I think that was oh, Ruth I love Gordon. That, movie. Th- that might have been when she won the. Is she winning the Oscar for that? Or? For Harold and Maude? Yeah. Maybe, because she was great maybe, in that, yeah. too. She was incredibly good in that movie, too. Whatever happened? She croaked now, I'm sure. Yeah, but she died in 85. 85? Oh, yeah. yep. oh man. Wow, that was a long time ago. Indeed. But yeah, the old movies like that, I just. I loved that movie, man. When it first came out, I did. I went and saw it like once a week. <laughs> I just loved it. I thought yeah, it was the cinema here in yeah, yeah. where yeah. was your cinema here? Quite. It was called the Westgate over right. in Edina. It's right by the where the convention right. grill is. The, they just tore the building down. As a matter of fact, did you see that, Catherine? They no. tore down the guestway, the Westgate Theater. I didn't know they did. No, I mean it's been closed for years and years and years, but they finally tore the building down. It's too bad because that's the first place I ever saw Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I saw many great movies in that building. Jeez. Sons of bitches tearing it down. Yeah, that's these cineplexes. Probably building yet more apartment complexes. Yeah, let's build more apartment complexes. God. That's what we need. What? But you know, Kristen, you wouldn't even recognize Minneapolis-St. Paul because it's all apartment buildings yeah. now. Everything's Everywhere. an apartment building. Oh, wow, it's been a while since I've been there. I think like 2008 was the last time I visited. It's been a while. Are you coming to Key West? Because Brad's going to come to yeah. Key West. We'll get yeah, we'll go. We'll have a good time. <laughs> We'll be there. What's that? March, February, March. Uh, February yeah. or March? Yeah, that's exactly right. There you go. Look so, at Tom throwing around these amazing invites to great parts of America. Yeah, what do you think of that? Nashville, and you got. I've never been to Key West. Okay, well, you get, you, can you come? I'll make sure you're invited if you can come. Yes, she's okay. Yeah, okay. Invite me. <laughs> But well, don't forget about inviting me. You I'm not. I'm inviting like, you right now, so I can't like forget. You invite, like you invite me a day before everyone's going. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kristen, you should come style. along in an hour. <laughs> exactly. And you're probably getting fitted then for the Oscars too around that time. So, oh, you know what we yeah, got to do. Oscars are early this year. They're February 9th. Oh wow! Why early? Uh, that is it's a uh, month early. Isn't they, it? Wanted, they wanted to change the award show season. So everything is like super, super early, oh, um, yeah. and then everyone realized it's going to be a really bad idea. And next year, twenty twenty one, it'll go back, or the following year, twenty twenty one, they'll go back to the normal schedule because they realize it. Not only does the, if the Oscars take a different placement, then SAG Awards have to take a different placement. Yeah. The Grammy Awards have to take a different oh, placement. Yeah. It's, it's a whole that mess. Feb so ninth is crazy it. because that weekend was always the Grammys after because the, you have the Super Bowl and then it goes oh, into right. the Grammys. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And now it's yeah, February ninth. Oscars switch their date. But, yeah, it, it pissed everybody off in Hollywood. So yeah. uh, they realized, and the Oscars don't have the clout. I mean, to win an Oscar still is a great honor, but the Oscars as a show itself. Yeah. doesn't have the same cloud as it used to. No, no it doesn't. Even not. since I've been covering, the first year I covered was 2006. And it's really amazing to watch the decline in how people care about the show. And um, even the events around it have gone down quite a bit. It's a fraction of what it used to be. So here's what we're going to do in Key West. You and Catherine are going to get boozed up. 
and then we're going to take you on the ghost tour. Hmm? <gasps> I love ghost tours. Oh, they got the they have the original Robert the doll, the real real doll from like what is 110 years uh, ago something a like long that. Long time mm-hmm. ago, yeah. It's the actual doll is there. You want to see what? The cat. Yeah, all uh, oh, the cat, yeah. Dennis Hemingway's house. Yeah, yeah, they, all yeah, the six-toed, the yeah. six-toed cats. Yeah, exactly. They're all there. Yeah. But this Robert the doll, if you don't say hello to him, he comes and haunts you. Apparently, that's what they say. When you walk in, do not touch the glass. He does not want you to touch the glass and say hello to him, or he will haunt you. Oh, if you want wow. a good background on robert the doll you should listen to the podcast lore yeah lore, on robert lore, the doll lore and robert the doll was a really good show a very good episode and it's creepy as hell mm-hmm. it is creepy as hell well they would go and honest god they would they go into the room and the doll would be sitting by the window they would go out in the kitchen come back in the room and the doll would be sitting by the front door it was like Okay, well, that'd be a little eerie, don't you think? There's all these letters written from mostly kids, I think. Yeah, it's there like, are letters everywhere. I'm sorry I laughed at you. Ever since I laughed at you, my you know dog got run over and my bike was <laughs> exactly. stolen. And I know it's because I laughed at you. I'm very, very sorry, yeah. Robert. Can you please forgive me? Yep. Yeah. It's like, wow. It is a great trip. Kristen, February, March, whenever it is, you and Brad got to come to Key West. Are you coming to Key West, Ralphie? No, because where you go, we have uh, vacation plans. It's right over the. Oh, over, that's right. It's over. Uh, what do you call it? Valentine's, Rosh Valentine's weekend. No, Rosh Hashanah is, was a week ago. Was a week this ago. Is Yom Kippur right about now? Is Yom Kippur? I think so. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow's Tomorrow. Yom Kippur. Yep. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, that's good. You're gonna have a blowout after the Oscars, Kristen. There you go. Yeah. See. Yeah. Launch straight that would be totally fun. Yeah. Can I bring my brother? <laughs> oh, yeah, so you can battle. You can argue with your brother. That would be wonderful. Actually, that would be kind I, of fun. I'm very careful about arguing with my brother in person. He's a very big guy. He's like a foot taller than me. <laughs> a foot? He's a foot taller than you? Yes. Oh, how he's tall are you? He's a big guy. He's huge. I'm 5'3". He's about 6'3", and he has about 100 pounds on me. He's all muscle. My God, that's amazing. He's a beast. He's a beast. Well, that's complimentary right there. Yeah. All right, sister, another great week. What, Brad, we always say this. Uh, Kristen's hour every week goes by in a flash. She's just. Are you going to say this to Brad when he leaves? Yeah, no. I'm going to say, you know who sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Kristen, we'll talk to you next week, but make plans. Yeah. Key West, sister. Lovely to chat, Kristen. All right, sounds good. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Sorry. Lovely Bye. to chat with you. Bye. Oh, yeah, nice meeting you. Yeah. See ya. We'll be back with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, We're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. 
And plus the fact I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walls Around Motor Group, Walls.com, and Doug Sprinthal. Nissan news. This is exciting, and I'm glad Andy's here. We just got our first shipments at Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan of the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue. Dude, you need to trade. This is a brand-new vehicle. It's got bird's-eye parking. So when you're backing up, you hit the screen, and it's like a spy satellite above oh. the vehicle. It is, And it's got ProPilot. It is cool. Trade your car in. Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the next one better than this one. All right. Be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. <laughs> so, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Now we're rocking, ladies and gentlemen. Um... Angelo, one thing I will tell yes. you is that it's a good thing that this is not a news show today because the news today might be as the craziest it's ever been. Really? Uh? People have lost their minds to things now. Uh, the mayors of Minneapolis and St. Paul, the mayor of Minneapolis has been in the news a lot nationally because he told uh, Donald Trump to take <laughs> a hike from yesterday and all the rest. There's JB. Right. Hey, JB. JB, what? I was lost. Lost. You've been here before. I was lost, but now I'm found. Anyway, what was I talking about? I We're talking about the mayor of Minneapolis. <laughs> oh, yeah. So there's a big article today about how handsome he is, and oh my God, what a hunk. And the mayor of St. Paul, oh my God, how handsome are they? And I thought, what if they said that about two female mayors? Right. right. Can you imagine the fit that people would be having? Oh my God, those two women are so beautiful. Well, it's funny. It's funny you say that because uh, I got into Air Force One had landed in Minneapolis yesterday, oh, yeah. and they shut down downtown. I was around. I was telling Brian this, and it was like everybody's going. Oh, I don't know who's going to go. Trump was like a Who concert. Yeah, oh, it yeah, was like I know. the Who and Metallica had come to Minneapolis. <laughs> People were lined up, and we drove around downtown. And I'm like, well, nobody's going to go to that. And I know the mayor was trying to charge the city five hundred thirty thousand dollars, half a million dollars to yeah. the president. And right. it's like, and, he, and I can see what he's doing. He's making his bones with his uh, <laughs> with his constituents. Thank you. But <clears throat> funny enough, it's like I think it's hilarious and. And and people are like, well, who's going to go to this? And they ran out of tickets. I know. Somebody told me that 70,000 people bought tickets to a 20,000-seat arena. Well, that's so, going to be tough. Amazing. I'm hoping that's not true. because, But, no, it's a situation where I, I to tell you the truth, Angela, uh, and uh, Brian, where'd you grow up? Uh, the upstate of South Carolina. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I never thought I would see a Republican president sell out an arena in Minnesota. In Minnesota? Very, very liberal state. Well, or is it sold out because, like, people were buying the tickets so people couldn't go? Because that I would expect from a Minnesotan. <clears throat> no, they, they, there were so many people downtown yesterday. There was, was a lot of people. I think it was more people from the more rural communities up yeah, north, which I think is the more conservative part of the state. It is, yeah. Willing to travel yeah. to come see their hero. But that's a long... Do you think he's their hero, or are yeah. they just afraid of, all, of the no, other side? I think yeah. every president is half the country's hero. Well, that's true. Look at the way true. they talked about Obama. They still think that he's a hero. A lot of people still think that uh, JFK, he was a hero. How about, you know, how about 
Ted Kennedy. He only killed somebody. Ted. I don't think anyone thinks he's a hero. <laughs> oh, yes, How they about... did. The Lion of the Senate. Well, Gerald Ford. Ger- My favorite. <laughs> Gerald right? Ford. There, and he got it. He was, the, he was the leader of the House, right? Because Agnew oh, was yeah, up yep. on charges, That's the right. Greek. We would have had a Greek president, yeah, but that, Greek never, president, that never happened, baby. Tom. And then, you know, uh, Richard, well, you know, we know what happened there. But I think yeah. it's, it's, you know, I live in very Democrat, liberal California. Right. Where, where do you live in? I live in Los Angeles, oh, in right Valley in Village, right oh, in L.A. Okay. Yeah, sure. But my, you know, coming from Canada, which I, that's why I find I have such a good association with Minnesota. Yeah, oh, it's, this is Canada. It's like Canada. <laughs> I mean, I, I sound like everyone from here. It and is true. And, you know, whenever I'm in L.A., they always ask me, are you from Chicago or Wisconsin? Or No, I always tell them I'm from Minneapolis. Oh, yeah, I can hear it. I can hear it. Oh, right? yeah. Well, <laughs> you get up north, man, you'll really hear it. You really almost. hear it up there. Oh, God, yes. But they but they so, it, it's amazing to me because coming from a socialist state like Canada, and, and it's always, they, well, you guys have free health care in Canada. It's not free. They take not half free. your paycheck. Exactly. It's not so I go, I wish it free. God, free. But it's that perception. It's yeah, that perception that, you know, well, it's free in Canada. Well, there's first of all, there's more people in California than mm-hmm. all of Canada. That's right. Yeah. So that, that makes such a big difference. But I always like <clears throat> stirring the pot. So they say, what do you think? I go, well, I, I, I'm still a permanent resident. I have a green card. That's right. I'm, I'm like, legal. Okay, I pay tax. <clears throat> you pay a lot of taxes. Because yeah. I'm used to paying tax. Yeah. Being, coming from Canada. Right. No, that's exactly you know, but, it. But I was like, I, I in Canada you could go left or right, nobody cares. Right. But, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But in California, oh, it's like they they go. They, I mean, I've had to break them up. I've had to break up at the cigar shop I hang out at. Tom, I've had to break up fist fights, <laughs> literal Over fist politics. fights. And these guys are all kind of the same people. Ugh. How do, why do they get so worked up, do you think? I mean, listen, the difference between these people is minuscule. I mean, right. literally, the only difference between Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump is she has bigger breasts, but not that much bigger. They're not right. by, by much. They're the same person. Well, they're both basically. elitists. They're both elitists. You can see that. I, as hell. They are. And, I mean, everybody said to me, why didn't Hillary get in as president? I think she may be even more elitist yes. than Donald. At least Donald somehow tries to bring it down to, like, look. I'm not a politician. I'm a businessman. Right. And being, but it's so funny in California because I don't, I don't really fit in. You know, my my daughter goes to this nice school, and all the parents are, you know, Hollywood type parents. Oh, they God. work in studios and stuff, and we have to proper use proper terms and proper language. And we had this issue about, and this is where the comedy comes in, Tom. We have an issue. <laughs> we have an issue about in. homeless like in, yeah, in Los yeah, Angeles. Right. It's a real problem it's in California. It's a real problem. Yep. And they, in Sherman Oaks, I live in Valley Village. Sherman Oaks, the city wants to propose they have uh, real estate where they want to build a shelter to help homeless people with fresh water, food. Right. And I think it's a good idea. So the, they were talking about it at this parents and a teachers thing, and they turned to me and they said, "Well, uh, you know, I think they, they're always like, you know, it's a great idea, but you know, I think it'd be more appropriate somewhere else." And then I called the woman out on it. And I said, "Well, of course, it's a more appropriate somewhere else because you don't want it in Sherman Oaks because your real estate value is going to plummet. Yeah, so yeah. Not in my backyard. Yeah. Not in my backyard, yeah. right?" And she goes, "No," and she says, "You're projecting." 
<laughs> I go, I'm not, all the keywords, man. I'm not, you know, you're projecting. I go, no, stop. This isn't, uh, don't use the psychology on me. Let's just call it what it is. Right. I don't want it in my neighborhood. And then I said, well, you know, a better proposal. Why don't we have a shelter in every community in Los yeah. Angeles area, yeah, 45? Absolutely. And then you could hear the hush. And then one guy mm-hmm. was looking at me like, because, you know, what they do in Brentwood and, and Bel Air and Beverly Hills. No. They they give vouchers to the homeless. So what they do is they take they give them money or vouchers and yeah. they have a shuttle and they send them to Silver Lake. Oh my God. So they're like, hey, well, you know, we got some money for you. There's a hot meal, you take a shower, just get on this shuttle. Get on yeah. the shuttle and, and get go out. there. <laughs> and they figure the migration pattern will take four to six months before they come back. Right. So and then and it's not deemed and it's deemed the 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 business people in California are like, well, we're helping out. In a, in a sense, they are helping out the homeless. In a sense, yeah. By helping themselves. By getting them out of their town. Yeah. And if somebody said, well, that's not right. I go, well, then you should pony up some money. But I thought, brilliant. Don't argue with them or fight with them. Just ship them man. out. Yeah. Like FedEx uh, them or UPS them. <laughs> hey, you get a hold of Bezos. Amazon's got delivery. They can deliver yeah. them. That's good. He made $11 billion tax-free. God, still, it's so annoying to me. What are we doing wrong? He treated the post office like it was his little toy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he hammered the post office. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's just, it's just, and now we got, of course, the NBA. Uh, hey, I'm in favor of freedom. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I can't be pro freedom. Uh, because it's going to cost you money because of China. Well, yeah, it's because China owns a stock in like. Almost all of the major companies, so they can't say anything bad about China. No, it's hurt their bottom line, and that's all they care about. Well, yeah, because the other part of that is that is part of league revenues, mm-hmm. right? And they're counted that money already. So they said mm. if that money doesn't show up, players' salaries will drop. Well, oh, so as soon as it can cost you some money, now it's a bad deal, yeah. right? And we don't want those poor players, right? To make I know less for money. real. I mean, they're barely oh, scratching yeah. by as it is. I know you get to buy on what ten, fifteen million a year instead I, of thirty. Poor guys, do it. poor guys. How's it going to happen? But isn't, isn't it funny, though, Tom? That it's dictated. You made a good point by the agents and by the is, uh, yeah. and by the league owners because I, I think they're trying to expand. The NBA, aren't they yes. looking at China yeah. and Mexico yep. and all yep. these places, right? Yep. And like all the leagues are are <clears throat> looking to expand, and it's always a bad thing. We should stand up for what's right until money's involved, right? And then I saw that whole thing where you know they're about the whole freedom and and democracy, and it's like yeah, it's free until you get paid. Yeah, no, that's exactly it. I, I just all the guy did was say you know <laughs> what freedom some blah blah blah, and he got. It wasn't God bless Hong Kong, but it was something Hong Kong, whatever. People had such a fit about this. This is a country, China, which is responsible for almost all the plastic in the ocean. Right. Yeah. They most kill people if they don't agree <coughs> with them. Yeah. I think yeah. you literally will be. How many Muslims are in China again that are that are in prison? It's tons. Of yeah. Them. They just put them in prison. And they just put them in prison. Yeah. But yeah. apparently, we're supporting them because they have money. Because they got the cash. Great. That's great yep. news. That's well, Hong, it's funny, Tom, because Hong Kong was at 97 when the British gave it back. Yeah, yeah. And then what happened was that the people that were living in Hong Kong panicked because they were having this, you know, this whole uh, 
living a life of uh, you know the rich, mm-hmm. meaning that you know they were living in a in a democracy, and uh, what ends up happening was they say they go to Canada. That's why Vancouver is called Honkouver. Because for two hundred, yeah, two hundred fifty thousand dollars, you get Canadian citizenship. Really? So they all went to Canada, and that's why the real estate markets have flooded up in Vancouver. Right? right. Because they were like two hundred fifty grand, like big. That's nothing. And I think they they were capitalists. I mean, the Chinese to me are the most. Capitalist communists. No doubt about it. They're not communists. They're not they're communists. Flat out capitalists. <laughs> but you're not included. <laughs> right. That's the big difference. And I agree. And I agree with the tariffs. I do too. I do. I, I, it was overdue. I agree. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and if it does enhance jobs in America, and people go, well, it's a narrow way of looking at it, but it's not. We weren't putting enough, they were taxing the crap out of American stuff. And they, we weren't hardly doing anything to them. Right, that's exactly and right. Trump knows all about that kind of stuff. That's where I think it's benefit, you know. And I know somebody's listening now, going, "Oh, he's a Trump lover." No, <laughs> I'm for common sense. Right. No, it's, all, I agree it's with common that sense, you know. And it's like, I mean, I didn't. I'm, I'm at the House of Comedy. I didn't put thirty thousand people at the Target Center last night. Donald Trump did. Yeah, he did. That's <laughs> well, and, and seriously, I. I I was surprised by that. I, I think you're right, Brian. That it, that it, the people came from from the you know outstate area and all the rest of it. Yeah. But I never thought I would see that many people show up for a rally on a Thursday night in Minneapolis for a Republican that they all hate. Well, you know, it's, it's for as much credit as people gave Obama for getting young people involved in politics, especially yeah. when he was initially running. Right. Trump and I can't. Begin to tell you how much I just don't like the guy. Has has increased that a hundredfold. Yeah, everybody is now whether they have any business being involved in it or not. Mm -hmm. Everybody has something to say about it. Everybody's more aware of what's going on. Everybody has more of an opinion that that they're vocalizing. Who's the black woman in the in the four? uh, The Ilan Omar, uh, Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. No, it's it's. Oh God, what is her name? Oh, I see. <clears throat> no, he's her. black. Black. Can't remember. But she uh, wanted to lower the voting age to sixteen. That's <laughs> sixteen. <laughs> Maybe you think it text their vote in. Don't know yeah, just text your vote in. If text any, your vote in on if Snapchat. Anything, it should go up. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It should go up. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. Right. But you know they were bitching at AOC this morning. Speaking of her, they were bitching at her because she got her hair cut and it cost three hundred dollars. Isn't it pretty much her business how much she wants to spend on getting a haircut? Right, that's true. I mean, I don't like the woman. She's got big mouth bartender, but other than that, it's her. But you want to spend three hundred bucks on a haircut? But she could have got a haircut for fifty and given another five haircuts out for free. Yeah, well, that's in the spirit of yes, exactly. But do do you think that Trump wakes up in the morning, looks in the mirror, and goes, Trump? Trump. I think he loves oh, yes. the sound yeah. of his voice yes. and name, right? Yes, yes. I think he just looks in the mirror and goes, Trump. <laughs> I just have this thing. I, I bet you he spends a half an hour a day looking in the mirror and saying his name. Yeah. I, I, and, and if anybody's listening to this will probably agree. I don't know. I, I mean, he, he defines narcissism. For he does. <laughs> he does. There's no doubt There's about that. There's a picture that. of him next to the word narcissism. Narcissism. The, He's going, yeah, that's me. I'll tell you what, though. You ever talk to Donald Trump? Because I have a couple of times. Yeah. And if you talk to him, honestly, so, Brian, I'm Trump and you're me. Or you're you, actually. So, uh, Brian, i got to tell you, the smartest person <laughs> I've ever talked to in my life. 
That's what he does. <laughs> yeah. He, he does, does that to you, right? You are. Right. So then he can talk about how wonderful he is. Right. Yeah, he is, right. Yeah. He opens guys. that door. He, he actually says wonderful. that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tom, In other words, okay, you. your turn. <laughs> I don't know right? if the people listening right now know this, but Tom is the highest-rated radio person since Marconi, and you know, he, just, he, just has, he just strokes the piss out of you. So yeah. you go, you know what, Donald, you're a great you're guy. You're a great guy, Donald. <laughs> I love you. Reverse psychology. Yeah, it is reverse psychology. Look, all of these people, I, I, I joke once in a while about the fact that I, I look at presidents and I go back through the roster and I, I got to George Washington and realized I don't like any of these people. No. Right. You know, they're just not my kind of well, people. They all have their own personal agenda. Yeah, they they all are really, at the end of the day, they're in it for themselves in Correct. some capacity. They all have an agenda yeah. that they want to fill. No, there's no question about that. And especially now that corporate America is so heavily involved oh, in politics, God. it's really, they're just in it to see how much money they can make before they get voted out. Well, they're all billionaires by the time they yeah. leave. What the hell is that all about? Which is easy to do when you don't have to pay for health care and transportation yeah. well, and for the rest of your life. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> ever. You're also allowed inside trader. Uh, yes, you are. Yeah. If you're a politician. Yeah. You can do insider Most trading. Pl- in the country, <laughs> any other country in the world, it's, it's, it's inside. Yeah. Uh-huh. But here, if you're a politician, when Obama had, remember he put that uh, $500 billion or million dollars in California and that... Oh, and yeah. the solar oh, and uh, yeah, the the Pelosi solar and all them have been buying shares. Yeah. yeah. And they made a bank on it. They made a lot of money. And I'm it. thinking, wait a second, is then this Then it went under. And it went under then because it, went it was under, yeah. infused with government money. So right. they didn't get in and it sell out. Mm-hmm. But isn't that funny how, is that allowed? Like, I mean, oh, no, they're allowed. How are they allowed? <laughs> how are they allowed? <laughs> going to take a break. We'll be right back. Angelo Tsaroukas in studio. He is at Rick Brown's House Comedy tonight, tomorrow night. He's doing a Sunday show as well. And Sunday also. And Sunday yeah. as well. I wanted Sunday. to make sure. We'll be right back. Yes. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, a lot of people have heard us talk about community banking over the years. We've been doing these commercials. What makes working with a community bank so different for your customers? Our business banking customers honor us by sharing how we're able to help them on any new project, how we're able to quickly get them the funding they need when others in town can't do it. We do it by taking the time to get to know our customers and the challenges they face. When your business banks with us, you are not just another account number. One thing I've always admired about North American Banking Company is how your team treats not only me, but my friends and family that bank with you so respectfully. Tommy, thanks for making me look good, like my team does. As you know, I have a face for radio. We yes, take you do. <laughs> We take pride in doing the right thing for all our customers and the communities we work and live. That's what we mean about being a community bank. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Dan Chesky is here from Dan Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021 is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want. So get in and take advantage of the factory incentives and discounts February offers. Why should our listeners shop for a fishing boat at Dan Southside Marine? We have the latest models on display, like the new Revolution. It features rotational seating from Premier Marine and the new Lumacraft FSX crossover fishing ski. Both are getting tons of attention and grabbing sales from the competition. Dan Southside Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier with all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top. Get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons. 
And be sure to ask about custom-rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan Southside Marine during our February open house. Dan Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. Let's dance. I just love the fact that at the rally... No, yeah. Paisley Park is flipping out. Oh, I know, because he played blue, Purple Rain. They played oh, Purple Rain? They did not like that oh, at all. Wow, that yeah. was bold. Yeah. Were they swaying? Purple Rain, Purple Rain. Well, no, like they, um, what was it? Like, I guess he's used some Prince songs before he has, when he was yeah. campaigning right. when he'd well, come yep. here. Because everybody who comes here has to, right. you know, Prince. I'm surprised you used that song because it's a it's a not environmental. Purple rain. Yeah, that's He's right. <laughs> you shouldn't use it. Purple rain, you're poisoning us. <laughs> it's more like let's go crazy. Yeah, but, uh, really. Yeah, so now, and I guess he used it again last night at Target Center, and they're flipping out about it. Yeah, the heirs do not like that and said you will not do that again. You know, it's funny because the, you're talking about the, the news media and whether it's television or the press or certainly Hollywood. Oh, my God, Hollywood's got such an agenda. Huge. I will give you an example of how the news media loves to spin stories and slant stories to benefit themselves. There's a picture of Donald Trump going like this, right? And again, I'm, I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm not an anybody supporter. I don't like any of these people, right? <clears throat> but he's standing like this. He's talking. He's like, right? And under him it says, crowd chants lock him up at Minneapolis Trump rally. So you would think if you just read that, they're talking about locking up Donald Trump, right? right. No. They were talking about locking up Joe Biden. But right. the headline makes it look like they wanted to lock yeah. up. To, the right. news does that all the time yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, It's like, would you just tell the truth? Oh. But the truth doesn't pay the bills. No, the, right. the, the, the truth is boring, true. and there's no You're friction right. and tension there. You're 100% right. There's no question about it. And I, I was surprised last night that Donald Trump didn't uh, say, I told Kevin Hart to wear a seatbelt, but he didn't. <laughs> How do you get in a 720-horsepower car and not wear a seatbelt? Right. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with yeah. you? Okay, let me tell you something. There's something weird about that. I agree. Because yep. he was with his trainer and girlfriend. Yeah. The car went off in the ditch in Mulholland. He got up and went back to the house and then called 911. Correct. So even, I mean, come on, everybody, it, th- there's something about what happened there. And my friend's a L.A. County Sheriff, and he goes, no, that doesn't sound right. No. They found them, he left. Who knows what was going on, right? Exactly. But nobody, but, but the thing is, and don't get me wrong, I like Kevin Hart. I really do. Yeah, I do He's too. really funny. Yeah. Nice guy, too. But th- that whole idea of crashing your car and then going to the house and then calling 911. Right. Well, and they try to make it look like he jogged all the way. No, he jogged. It was a car accident. <laughs> it was a car accident, for Christ's sake. And I'm thinking, was he making out with the dude? Well, I'm just wondering if there's a little hide the banana going on there. There's something going know, on? Something like that. And I mean, and then I. I've, I've been at the club where in LA, <clears throat> Laugh Factory, or Comedy Show, where Kevin Hart will show up and do 20 minutes and can't be a nicer guy. He's, right, he's probably nice. the biggest comedian in the world right now. Yeah, one of them for you sure. One of them for sure. And he's so funny and so great. But I think, but we, I was telling Brian this when we were driving to your show this morning with everything brilliant, there's something off. Yes. 
You can't be this brilliant and amazing and that's, not have something that's off. A fact. Yeah. You're right about that. There's something yeah. wrong with you if you're that in. You know, if you're that funny, first mm-hmm. of all, that funny or famous, really. or famous. Yeah, there's. I, yeah, I always thought he was trying to kill himself. Kevin Hart. No, well, maybe, uh, he, maybe he was. Like it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe he yeah. was. Why would he do that? Because of that whole sexual thing that he went through just now. Didn't he? Didn't he tell a bunch of. Was it sexual jokes that he was telling back? Oh about no, it was gay ago? jokes. Oh, that, gay, that was yeah. stupid. He he should yeah, have hosted the Oscars. He did it 14 years ago, and they were digging away. Yeah, even Ellen. Yeah, Ellen went on and said, "Look, he's a good guy. I love Ellen. She's yeah, awesome. She's and you know what? And now she's under great. heat now for this yeah. thing with George Bush. I know why." And I think what's, Jesus. And, and you know, Tom, what's happening, I think, to the extreme left, they're going so left, they're turning around the corner and coming, coming right. to the right, yeah. I know. Yeah. It's un- well, in my opinion, I said this morning on, on the morning show, the far right and the far left are all Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. a bunch of Nazis. They're getting together yeah. now. They are getting together yeah. now. It's like, it's my new, God. It's a new form of bullying. Yeah, it is. You're absolutely right. They, I mean, they've taken it to a point where it started off as... Let's be nicer to each other to uh-huh. they figure out there's power in it, and then oh yeah, the majority of people will do anything for right. power, even if it means joining up. Joining up, lynch mob. your enemy's right. my enemy, right? Mm-hmm. And right. then they found out there was money in it. Oh yeah, <laughs> but all it is is the newest form of bullying. <clears throat> That's all it is. You're because you beat right people that. into submission and you make them think your way. I just don't know how anybody's got the balls these days. It's not like when I was a kid, I'll tell you that, because if you pulled out of a parking lot and somebody threw a plastic bottle or a parking cone at your car, you're going to get your ass handed to yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And apparently that doesn't happen anymore. No. But look at Howard Stern's going on Ellen's show Monday. Oh, is he? Like, he well, makes fun of her all the time. He does, yeah. But she's, and all of a I sudden, like but she's cool, and all of a sudden, hey, Stern's on Ellen. Mm-hmm. So what's it telling you? And I think... And I think like you said, Tom, what's happening now, I think power is power now. If I can team up yep. with you, yep. I'll make fun of you, but hey, look, uh, we're both multimillionaires. Yep. Let's get together and show everybody that we're pals. That's exactly right. 100% correct. Yeah. But look, I mean, Ellen <coughs> steps up. What I like about her, she's no BS. You know, right. I like him. I yeah. like him. You know, I'm not going to pretend I don't like someone right. like George W. Bush if he's right. my friend. I, plus the fact... Being friends with George W. Bush is bad for her now. How? How? how, how he's not the president right. anymore. Yeah, he's What's, years removed. Years removed. Who cares? Right? And he's, right. he's, he's done some great humanitarian. He's friends with Michelle Obama. Oh, they're best they're friends. They're best yeah. friends. I was say every time he sees a certain woman, he <laughs> it's, hands her it's candy. True. Right. He does. Michelle Obama, yeah. Michelle Obama Michelle and him are buddies. She even said that. He was very supportive of her foundations and stuff. Mm-hmm. He owns half of Texas anyway. Yes, I feel does. bad for Jeb. I know Jeb is. Jeb is. Oh, the, God. It all started Poor when they guy. named him Jeb. Yeah. Remember, remember, you know this. Red buttons never got a presidency. Oh God. Jeb, because you got George George W. Mm-hmm. And Jeb was clearly the smarter one. He is. Yeah, but I agree. The personality of like a letter opener, right? Yeah, I no. think, right? I don't yeah, know. I think you're well, right. Wasn't about he kind that. of like the the apple of his dad's eye? Like Jeb was like supposed to be the the son the that made it and pre- be a president. I think that's and, true. Yeah. You know, was he the governor of Florida? Florida, yeah, yeah. Florida governor. That's okay, right. Jeb, you go to Florida. <laughs> yeah, we'll be in Texas. <laughs> Nothing no, we'll could go wrong. Texas. Across the Gulf of Mexico, over there to Florida. <laughs> yeah, you go to Florida, right, Jeb? You go with the Gators. I don't know what he did to piss off the family. I don't know what that's all about. And remember they spent how much money on the campaign? Remember oh, they spent yeah. 
In one month, they'd spent something like $50 million. God. But he went against Trump, and then Trump was the master of divide and conquer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He made fun of all of them. Look at little Marco Rubio. Look at this. And I'm thinking to myself, this guy's brilliant. Mm-hmm. He's dividing and conquering everybody. And, I mean, it was like, it was. I think it was a joke that turned into a, like yeah. a Robin Williams movie where he's a talk show host. Oh, oh yeah. He becomes yeah. president. He yeah. becomes president, yeah, because people vote him. Wrote him in, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's probably right. It, it dates back to one of those uh, White House correspondence dinners mm-hmm. under the uh, Obama administration. Mm-hmm. But Trump was Why don't you there. finish your lunch before you move? <laughs> what the hell are you doing down there? What do you got? What do you have down there? Just a sandwich. Oh, down from downstairs. Mm-hmm. Oh, Alex is very, very happy about that sandwich. Nice. I know. <laughs> they have gluten-free bread, so I'm See, happy. See, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. No, I was going to say, um, and Obama made fun of Trump at one of them. Yeah. And he, from that point, basically sat there and was, I'm going to get even. Yeah, oh, yes. Or I'm going to get take your job. Yep. True. No, that's exactly right. I don't know. Who knows? I, I I would like to point to one person and go, hey, they should be the next president. But I don't have anybody. You I know? do. Could you? One person. Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. I like her. Tom Bernard for president. Yeah, can like you her. imagine me being let's president? Bring, let's bring You're some straightforward common sense. Tom Bernard for president. I'm not taking this bullshit. <laughs> exactly. Get out. Get out of there. Could you imagine? I went to a taping of the Bill Marshall with a friend from Canada. Oh, my God. And, and, but I, I never been, but she sat beside me in the green room. I didn't know who she was. I thought, she's kind of cute. And then she came out and did the interview with Bill. And I thought it was interesting. I oh, thought Tulsi. Tulsi. Yeah, she's good. And looking she's from Hawaii. She's a veteran. Wait, you can't say she's good looking. You're no, sexist. Oh, sorry. You're sorry, terrible. Sorry. She's an a, she's an attractive woman. Is that she's allowed? Handsome woman. How about a handsome, handsome woman? woman? <laughs> no, but she's a mom. She's uh, she was a was a she a medic, a marine? Yeah. I mean, she served her country. She's yep, love her. They're trying to push her out. I they think, are. They are. I like yeah, her. I do too. I like her. And who do you like? You. Me? Yeah. I should be president? Yeah, Tom Bernard TB for president. How about if I ask not what your country can do for you? I'll just get the, uh, the take on the Boston accent, you know. <laughs> I'll kill someone by drowning him in a car. Yeah, whatever it takes, man. Here's what I love about that. You can't be friends with George W. Bush, but it's okay that Bill Clinton rapes women. What? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How was, what? Really? Okay. See those pictures around on Facebook oh. and stuff? They're coming out with him with, with these... Women who are friends in <laughs> Moscow at three in the morning. <laughs> so we're not being with your scene, right? Yeah, with yeah, all those things. And they're leaking out these pictures. Oh, but to what but, end? Uh, I know. Uh, if you're not in the White House anymore, what difference uh, does it make? Well, I understand that, but that's why you don't go after George Bush or Bill Clinton. Who no. gives a rat's yeah. ass? Who cares? I could care less what Clinton's doing. Exactly. Bill. <clears throat> yeah, Bill. Yeah, let's call him Bill. Let's call Bill. him Bill. Exactly. Hey, Bill. Right. I did notice something that I want to get you guys' opinion on, because uh, Good Morning America had Hillary and Chelsea Clinton on together, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I did notice that the entire interview, like, like so, so Chelsea's sitting here and Hillary's sitting here. So the whole interview, Chelsea's sitting like this, right? And the whole interview, Hillary's sitting like this. She leaned away from her daughter. It was really weird. Aww. Such a motherly thing. Yeah, isn't such it? A, yeah, she leaned. Her daughter leaned into her, and then she leaned, leaned away, away from her daughter. Wow. I thought that's really weird. She's cold. Yeah, seems to be. I think yeah. the Americans. You remember she says, "I'm a mother. I'm a grandmother." 
I don't. I saw her sitting in the living room with the servants on her BlackBerry right. texting. What you know? I never got the impression from her that she was a mother or a, a yeah. grandmother. Right. Yeah. But at least. The thing about Donald, when he walked out, he was the chairman. He was the boss. You got the body language from him. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna oh, run this. I'm gonna run this bitch, and he did. <laughs> yeah. but, he, but he, I think a lot of people physically responded to his body language. Mm-hmm. That I think it was the br- brilliant babble. Yeah, he yeah. does this all the time for a reason. He does right. the whole. Hey, I, I'm open to you. Mm-hmm. You start doing I'm this stuff. People, I'm here. Yes, I'm here to help. Yeah, that's whoever whoever his people are behind the scenes are doing a good job yeah. with that stuff. Yeah. But Obama was probably the slickest. He's very slick, very yeah. smart, <clears throat> very good looking, uh, uh, very warm. Like I mean, you when you saw him, you were like, I want to be his buddy. Yeah. You know, like yeah, you want to do. That. And I mean, things worked out for him. He's got a hundred million dollar deal. With Netflix, right. he'll be a billionaire within. He'll the be next a billionaire. I like these yeah, Democrats who are billionaires, and we got to help people out. But I'm I'm going on a Crystal Cruise Lines cruise first, and then I come back and let's do let's do something for you, common folk. Yeah, for you, common folk. I, I you know, that whole deal is just honest to God. <laughs> I'm going to go do this, and you wait here in your hovel, right. and then I'll be back. I had a manager like that in L.A. who tell me, you know, you know, he's a Democrat. And he'd tell me, and he worked with the Democrats, and he worked on the campaigns, mm-hmm. and he would tell me all this stuff, and i go, no, you're right. And then he, and then he would say to me, i go, we're going to get together next week? No, I'm going, he goes, I'm going on a cruise with Flavor Flav, Ron Papil, remember that? I'm sure the captain, Kirk Kerkorian. They were Kirk buddies. Kirk is like yeah, 100. Yeah, that was, I'm going back a few years, no, he's dead, gonna, he's dead. Oh, he's dead, no, that's right. He's dead, and I, he goes, I go, where are you going? Oh, we're going on a Crystal Cruise Lines, which is about 18 grand a week. Oh, I think it's more than Maybe that, more. Oh, I think it's and more than And I said, oh, that, I'm yeah. glad you're for the people. The 18 grand a week is the shitholes that you and I can afford. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the rest of the ship's a little spin. Yeah, and it would be like... <laughs> and I don't know, man. I'd still tell you that's still 2,500 bucks a day, man. That's a yeah, lot of that's money. That's a lot of money. Yeah. Whoo! That's a but lot that, of money. But that, you know, but this goes to show you, like, do as I say, not as I do. Oh, there's no doubt about that. And people one. can't refute that. And I go, look, it's the same thing. It's like... There's, I, I've never said there's anything wrong with having money. No. But there's nothing wrong with it. But at the same time, don't pretend that we need to do all this stuff yeah. while you're doing this stuff. Right. Yeah. Be honest about it, at least. No, you're absolutely right. There are people uh, out there, honestly. God, I have some friends, uh, a couple of friends. The guy's a billionaire. Right. Every time he needs something, he asks me if I'll do it for free. Every time. Now you know why he's a billionaire. And now I know why he's a billionaire. Hey, Tom, can you do this for me? I'm like, well, how about a contribution? Yeah, yeah. How about uh, pay me what everybody else pays me? Right, exactly. No, they don't want to do that. They don't want to do that. It's like, what? It's just so (laughs) odd. You're a billionaire, for God's sake. You're a billionaire. What do you care, right? Oh, God, we got to take a break. Man, this is flying. Uh, after you come back, I'm going to tell you a funny story about I, Billionaire. I love your funny stories. And, and, and I don't want to, I can't say the name, but I'll tell you what happened. For come a gig. On, say the name just one. <laughs> we'll be right back with the family. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home. 
listed on the MLS and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. Tom Bernard here with my friend John Schwartz, co-owner of AAA Movers, a family-owned part of the Metro since 1964. John, first off, when it comes to moving, not all companies are created equal. What are some of the scary stories you hear about other guys? Tommy, if you hire Chuck in a truck, you unfortunately are going to get Chuck service. AAA Movers makes it our mission to guarantee satisfaction with every step of what can often be a stressful time in your life, moving. We move ten to 12,000 families every year. So from your price quote to the professional, respectful way we handle your life's possessions, we'll make your move easy. My like easy. By the way, this month, if you mention Tom Bernard or KQ, you'll get a free moving box kit with every move, and you'll save 50 bucks off with junk removal with junk luggers. Your move is always triple guaranteed with AAA Movers. That's their price guarantee, safety guarantee, and satisfaction guarantee. Call 612-588-MOVE or online at aaamovers.com. AAA Movers, you may not move every day, but they do. Once again, I'm the hardest over. Not ever mind. I'm deeply hurt. That's all I know. I was just telling Angelo and Brian the no no it's that dick pic's way too big to be you, but anyway, uh, thank you so much for that. Honest to God, it, it, it's AirDrop. I guess is that the, the yeah. problem with AirDrop? AirDrop. They, people just Bluetooth. Or... I, I know Dave. He'll be like, "Oh, you want a dick pic?" I'm like, "Sure," just because I know he's joking. Then he'll send me pictures of Richard Nixon. Richard, your dick pic. Here you go. Yep. There's your dick pic. That's oh, funny. Wasn't, and he was funny. Dick, so that would be good. <clears throat> that all works out. In the end. Anyway, you were going to tell a story. Yes, yeah, it's funny talking about you said billionaires who want things for free. I uh, it was I was uh, I was supposed to do an event. For uh, a billionaire who owns a hockey club in Canada. Oh, okay. That's all I can say to him. Right, right. And uh, he said, yeah, I agreed. I gave him a good price. I said, yeah, let's do it. Then he called back and saying, it, it doesn't fit the budget for the event. I'm like, dude, you're worth, <laughs> what, $3 billion? $3 billion, yeah. I'm ending up for four, five, six thousand dollars $6,000. They said to my management, it doesn't fit our budget. But you called me. That's why I'm saying it's funny that it's amazing how people with that much money can it look is. at you and say, you know, that five thousand you were going to charge us or with ten or whatever right. doesn't fit our budget. Way too much. Way too much. I know. But but and they justify it. They do every. They absolutely. Well, it's a lot of money. And what I really like are the <laughs> second and third generation billionaires. You never did a damn Nothing. thing. Right, yeah. And now you're an expert on how to spend money. Right. Oh, okay. Well, I, Jeff Bezos' wife became the richest woman in the world. In the world, yeah. What, $47 billion or something? Just, and he's still the richest man in the world. She had she had two titles now. She had, is the richest woman in the world and has the longest neck of any living human. <laughs> that neck is like this long. Have you ever noticed that? Like giraffe. He's got like a yeah, giraffe yeah. neck. Have you ever noticed that, Andy? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. His, his wife, she's like... Guys, for the whole... What are you, you bangy? Maybe she's into uh, the rings around the neck. Yeah, Ubangi. Maybe. Oh, how about that now? The Uganda <clears throat> released the info this morning. They're going to kill all gay people in Uganda. 
He's going to kill them all. Just kill them. That's apparently he's going to kill them all. It's like, gee, what is that? You know, the United States and Canada are not bad places. We're not bad places (laughs) at all. We're doing okay. No. We're going to kill all the gay people. They they, they announced that they're going to kill all the gay people in Uganda. Well, how would they know? Yeah, who the hell's going to tell them? Say, what do you think? Oh, it's all vagina for me. (laughs) Why would you tell them anything else? In this day and age, in this day and age, you think they're still doing stuff like this. I know. They're killing gay people. And we're getting uh, chastised for using trigger words. Mm -hmm. No, let's go there and and, and say something uh, that's, uh, you know, off color or whatever. Now, once again, here's the the news media covering the story. Critics say, this is the headline about killing all the gay people in Uganda. Critics say revival in Uganda will fire up more hatred. Oh, really? Really? You're wipe wow. out tens of thousands of people. might get you somebody pissed off. Who'd have thunk it? Who would have ever thought that was going to happen? But they have a history of this. Remember? Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. When they when they pulled the airliner in uh, Entebbe and they had all taking all the Jews off the airplane, yep. And, yep. and I mean, and then you have all this. Uh, they sent in a special Netanyahu's brother was the one that died rescuing all those right, people. Right. And then. James McAvoy, when he was in the movie The King of Scotland, because I'm trying to act like I'm all knowledgeable about this. I actually saw the movie. <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. That's good. That's no, but it was good, good because I didn't realize that Idi Amin had this obsession with Scottish people. Oh, yeah, yeah. The last King of Scotland. Last King of Scotland, yeah, right? Absolutely. He had this obsession with it, you he know, did. to be Scottish. The Forrest Whitaker. But Forrest, he, was, yeah. he was good in it, man. Phenomenal. Yeah, he was he so good in that. And James McAvoy. I love him, too. <laughs> He's James great. McAvoy's really good. Yeah. What the hell is the name of that split? The name of the movie where we oh. played like 12 different people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one there. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah. That was, it was nuts. It was the best of those three movies. Yeah, I yeah. agree. You're absolutely right. Hey, Tom, I was talking to this, Brian. I want to ask you if I can ask you a question. Yes, sir. What was the first movie you ever saw as a kid? Because we have, I have a disturbing one. But what was the first one first you saw? First movie as I said, that I remember seeing as a yeah, kid? Yeah, as a kid. Yeah, it's not pleasant. No. Psycho. Psycho. Wow. That was the first movie I ever... No. I saw, I saw The Godfather. Well, you saw the first movie you ever saw was The Godfather? Like seven years old. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, Luca brought you with the ice pick and wow. the neck. Oh, that's wow. a Because, you know, it's funny now. I was saying to Brian this morning, I go, you know, we were talking about where to take your kid to movies and this and what's appropriate because the Joker is out now. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought my dad took us two movies ever. My Greek father took us to. My Greek father. My Greek father took us to <laughs> The Godfather at the theater. Oh, I loved it. And then there was a drive-in theater up in Canada one summer night, and he took us to a movie called A Clockwork Orange. Oh, oh wow. What? Like, talk about yeah. wow. And the old man didn't have a clue. He knew what The Godfather was. He well, let's go here. <laughs> we'll take the family to see A Clockwork Orange. Oh, wow. And I, I remember them vividly. That's why I thought I'd ask you. Psycho. That is so weird that you're bringing that up because you and I have some things in common. Because my father, who was gone by the time I was 10, he was hospitalized for the right. rest of my, pretty much. He took us to one drive-in. I remember one drive-in when I was a little kid. And I don't remember the name of the movie, but I do remember the movie was about a guy who kills his wife. And I thought, <laughs> why? <laughs> 
the hell are you bringing me to this movie? Like, really? Was, your dad had a pattern. Yeah, right? he had a pattern, all right. With Psycho. <laughs> but it's funny, though, because... But Psycho, yeah, was the first Because one. what's appropriate now, right, to go yeah. see movies? Like, somebody said... Somebody told me... Well, we heard somebody say that they took the seven, six-year-old to see the Joker. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I heard that's not a good idea. No. And that, I'm like, that's what I well, heard. Yeah. One night we were like, oh, look, we rented Brightburn. <coughs> I don't know if you. Well, I heard of that's it. good. It it actually is good, and I'm like, <clears> okay, I did. it's I've heard kind of good. like the polar opposite of Spider-Man or Clark Superman, Kent, yeah, or Superman yeah. growing up. So instead of him being good, he's you know he's, bad, right? And I didn't, oh my gosh, that was so graphic. And I had my seven-year-old watching it. I was Uh-oh. covering up his eyes. I'm like, no, you know. And, um, yeah, it was kind of, it wasn't meant for <sighs> the young. I felt bad. <laughs> Andy, what year did Psycho come out? Oh, gosh. Do you have any idea? Late 60s? Uh, I it was like 1960. Oh, 60. Oh, so I was eight years old. Eight years wow. old. That's just wonderful. Mm. How about the house <laughs> of the same age? Psycho. Mm-hmm. I Godfather. do remember when they spun the chair around and the skeleton's in it. It's like, yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to have a heart <laughs> With the mother. <laughs> With the mother, yeah, exactly. And that whole, no, man. I was like, oh, God. Oh, man, that was weird. But you know what's weird? I've liked horror movies ever since. Sure. I don't like slasher movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. gory movies I don't... I like I'm suspenseful, yes. kind of play with your mind. You never really see the monster. Right. I like that. Yeah. Well, that was Hitchcock that defined that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Doing it without the actual yeah. slasher. Yeah. 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 I love the fact that he poured Hershey's syrup down the drain in yeah. Psycho, though. How cool is that? It that looks that's like Hershey's. Hershey's. It looked like it was Hershey's, Hershey's syrup. syrup. Yeah. yeah. He was a smart guy. Yeah. Smart so apparently, guy. if you were a woman and worked for him, it wasn't very pleasant. No, yeah, he was kind of grabby. Nah, he was very grabby. <laughs> he was grabby grabbers. <laughs> he was grabby grabbers. He was grabby grabbers. darling. You want to be in my film. Tom, you would love the first, because I was sitting there trying to think, the Mac. What's the Mac? It was a movie. You talk, oh, you're talking about Dolomite? No, the Mac. I thought the Mac. Dolomite made the Mac. No, no. Mac, 1973. What is it? It's, it was another form of, It had Richard like, Pryor in it. Well, then I must have seen it if yeah. Pryor was in it, it's I saw the it. Mac. Was it a slasher? Or no, it was doing the black exportation movies. Yeah, it was oh, basically right. Dolomite. Uh, yeah. It was, do- it was yeah. basically Dolomite, but not Dolomite. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because I do remember, was it J.R.'s Revenge, I think it was? Where where a uh, black pimp gets gets uh well he's like the the devil moves in on him right you ever see J- I think it's J- no. it's either JT's revenge or JR's revenge I can't remember one but it's a guy and he's pimped out <laughs> to the max he's got the big slouch hats yeah. and the you know the feather boa for the collar and and he gets possessed by the devil it's hilarious I gotta watch that guy. oh you gotta watch it cause it's like that sounds funny let me just tell you motherfucker <laughs> like all of a sudden the devil's calling everybody a motherfucker it's great what fits in with the culture so we have to do that that's hilarious <laughs> now movies like that you know, those are coming back now those movies cause the, uh, Eddie Murphy just did Dolomite yeah, right he just so. did Dolomite yeah I want to see Dolomite. I want to see it too. I do too. I'm one of the white, a few white people on earth who even knows who the hell Dolomite is. <laughs> Samuel L. did uh, Shaft. He did Shaft. Shaft. Yeah, then he yeah. did New Shaft. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I loved all that stuff. Oh, the, you'll like this story. Yeah. A very quick story. I've told it a number of times in the show, but it's worth telling. Shaft comes out, right? <clears throat> I'm at the Paradise Theater in North Minneapolis watching the movie. We're a couple of minutes in. Shaft's in bed with two women, a white woman and a black woman. 
and they're all naked from the waist up, and they got the you know the, like the blankets at their lap, so they're all right. naked from the waist up. And remember back in the old days when they would open a door of theater, it would light up a little bit mm-hmm. because you know they didn't have the double doors which seal the light out. You see the light up, so you know somebody just came through the back door of the theater, and, and about two steps in, the guy goes. Look at them titties. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> the greatest, That's hilarious. The Look at them titties. Look at them titties. <laughs> I miss that about going going to things on the north side. In the yeah. north side of, uh, Mini- of Minneapolis. Uh, Minneapolis. Yeah. But unfortunately, if you go over there now and see a movie, then you end up getting shot. You're the one who gets shot, not the person in not the, the movie. Not the person in the movie. Yeah, not good. Man, it's every day now, J.B., yeah. Every day in Minneapolis and every day in St. Paul, somebody gets shot to death. Really? Huh? Yep. Well, every day. Every day. Well, if people would stop pissing me off, then... Well, yeah. Brian's had enough of your shit, but it, so you better it, straighten it away. It gets back to the earlier part of the show, those two young mares. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Oh, yeah. You're 100% right. Let's hug everybody. Right. Well, Chris no Rock said, we need bullies. Yeah, you do. Bullies taught us how to deal with things. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Well, look at New York with this this mayor. I mean, Giuliani changed New York. It's a fact. Uh, yeah. They cleaned it up, 42nd yeah. Street. And it, is it de Blasi? The, what's that mayor's de Blasio. name? De Blasio. De Blasio. They screwed up the whole city now. Do you know that's his real name? That's his real name? Andy, what's his real name? Warren Wilhelm. Warren Wilhelm is his real name. Warren, Warren Wilhelm. Wilhelm. I'm was in he, New York. Was so he a Nazi? Bill de Blasio. Yeah, why he changed his name? Because of Warren Wilhelm. <laughs> his fake name sounds more Italian, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He's married to a sister, you know, JB. Didn't know that. Oh, you didn't? I did not know that either. Not the most attractive woman I've ever seen. <laughs> so, so at least she's smart. She's a very nice person. She's a very pleasant person. She has person a great personality. Great personality. <laughs> I think she's actually very, very smart. Yeah. This is one of the reasons he married her, because she's a very, very bright person. Sure. And I'm sure he's attractive. That's not what I'm saying. It's so just... why did he change his name? Because uh, I think he hated his dad. It was one of those deals that I, I hate, so, yeah. hate daddy. I think de Blasio so was name. like his mom's name. I think it was his Maiden mother's name. name. Yes. yes I think so, yeah. So he went with de Blasio. Plus, it also gets... Sounds more New York. Yep, exactly. Oh, Vil- Wilhelm. 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 I'm from Austria. <laughs> if we in the war, my grandfather was making chocolates. <laughs> Just making chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Hey, you know what works out in the end. I, I did love living in New York back in the day. They lived there from like 80 to 86, something like that. It's a great love, city, isn't it? Just love living there. Nobody. The, one of the great things, and you would know this, is that you and I are about a foot taller and a lot wider than people in New York. In New York, man. like broad-shouldered people do not exist in New York. No, no. you got to be narrow. No. Yeah, they got to be the narrow shoulders, and they're about five foot six. New York. And I got yes. yelled at by my agent because we came out of the uh, out of the steakhouse, and I said, "My God, you people are tiny!" And she goes, "You're such a what would you call me a savage?" It was something like a savage. Yeah, she was not happy that I was because I was pointing it out to people in the street how tiny they were. Yeah, because they I are tiny drinking. in New York. <laughs> you know, you're little. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not the best thing to do. Oh God, it was the greatest though. It New York's was. great city. Good restaurants. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, you ever been to Peter Luger Steakhouse? Oh yes, that's a great. In fact, my friend's wife used to run the place. She was, wow, she was terrific. 
Yeah, Mitch Dolan. I used to. Mitch Dolan used to be the head of uh, radio, ABC Radio, back when Disney owned it. Mm-hmm. You talk about working for a dream outfit, man. Yeah. Disney, really? You need something? Uh, we'll send ten of them. Whatever wow. you needed, man, you got immediately. It was amazing. Sure. And you know, they bought everything now. They bought Star Wars God, and Marvel. Everything. Yep. And they have a streaming channel coming out. Yeah. My, my, I, I have shares in Disney. I don't know I do that. Too. Andy yeah, does, my, too. Yeah, yeah. My wife goes there every week. So that's oh, her, that I, is having a share, baby. I have not, 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 not participating <laughs> shares, Tom. That's right. I have eight. I married a Disney-holic, man. She's got problems. I mean, she's there all the time. I have eight real shares. Eight, Tell yeah, your wife to keep buying. Really? Yeah, Yeah, because when uh, Disney owned the station, I was an employee of the station. So wow. I actually got shares of Disney I got, no, I got nothing. I, got I wasn't an employee. Shares. I was a private contractor. So oh, I got yeah. yeah. Like, what the hell is that? Where are my Disney shares? My pricks? <laughs> and now with that new streaming channel, they're going to kill it. Yeah. Oh, they are. The yeah, Disney they're going to hurt Netflix real bad they with are. that. Yep. Yeah, but they look what Netflix did. They bought uh, 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 Seinfeld, and mm-hmm. they're, they're smart. And, and now this new movie, which I'm waiting for, Tom, is The Irishman. Oh, The Irishman, yeah, it's coming to Netflix. Pacino, De Niro, it's got The Irishman with all Italians. Yeah. With all Italians. All yeah. Italians, in it, which I think is great. Uh, four, four Italians and a Jew. Yeah. Because you yeah. have Harvey Keitel. Right, Harvey Keitel. But that, look, that movie looks dope. I tell you what, Harvey Keitel and, they, and that uh, the Bugsy. The movie Bugsy, yeah, he was he's great. He's a good actor. Oh my great god, actor. he's good in that movie. He's good. And then uh, there's uh, what, uh, the comedian, uh, uh, a friend of mine, Sebastian Maniscalco. Maniscalco, yeah, he plays Crazy Joe Gallo. Oh, this. does he? And he and Sebastian was also last year on the Green Book. Yeah, he was that good one in, best film. Yeah, he was good in it. So yep. he's going to be in a couple. I, I have a feeling he's going to be back to back. Oscar-winning films. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's any good, the uh, Breaking Bad movie drops today on Netflix, yes. and people oh, will today? watch that for nostalgia really? oh, alone. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I never saw the series. Oh, Are you serious? I saw, never I saw, saw it. I never oh, did either. It's good. Is it good? Really? It's phenomenal. I didn't watch it the first run through when it was on TV because I'm like, God, this thing's so kind of depressing and dark. But then my husband's like, let's binge watch it. So I did, and it's actually really funny. It's funny, yeah. yeah. yeah it's got some good good. funny parts, some good stuff. Which one of your parts. five husbands was that? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I am? Liz Taylor? Liz Taylor. <laughs> Every, every listening, who's Liz Taylor? Yeah, exactly. Who's Liz Taylor? That's going to do it. We'll talk to you on Monday with the family.